Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast, a series for recruiters by recruiters. I'm Danny Reinert, and in each episode, I have candid conversations about careers in recruitment with some of the best talent that Teamings has to offer. They'll be giving you a glimpse into the highs and lows of their recruitment careers, their motivations and drivers, and their secret to success in the industry. You can listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other favorite podcast platforms. Let's meet our next guest. Hi, Raf. How are you? Danny, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thank you very much for being the uh, the second guest on our Secrets of Success series. You're welcome. I mean, I won't have as much to share as Mark, but <laughs> hope I can help with my... No. Almost two years experience now. So absolutely, and all, you know both of those two years with Eames. So we're keen to understand that journey. Definitely. First question: What what made you decide that recruitment was the career for you? <laughs> um, so I studied psychology at university, um, and by the second year, I was a bit uncertain of what I wanted to do. Um, I was. I decided I did not want to be a clinical psychologist by the second year, so that was a step. Um, and um, and I was I, I was kind of researching what I could do with a psychology degree. Um, I loved understanding human behavior; it was something I've, I've always wanted to be involved in. Um, and um, I got an internship at a at a recruitment firm back in Brazil, where I'm from. Um, and uh, it was a really good experience because um, there were three partners in, in the company and I really looked up to them, um, three women uh, who were very successful in what they what they did. Um, and uh, I started realizing that if you really, really progress in recruitment, you can be very successful um, financially, mostly, <laughs> uh, which was kind of in the beginning. I, I I was a bit uncertain if, if that was my main motivation, but um, I, I I also just looked up to them as as successful entrepreneurs and individuals um, that were doing really well. So that's how I, I kind of fell into it, I guess. Um, I think that's then, the case for a lot of people, isn't it? Sort of falling into it a bit um, yeah. rather than growing up as a little girl thinking, oh, I'll be a recruiter one day. That doesn't typically happen, does it? So, um, and could you give us a brief snapshot of your career in recruitment today? So obviously you you started out in that initial role and then you joined Eames, didn't you, as an associate consultant? Um, so t- talk me through kind of your experience as an AC and and kind of starting out and learning the ropes and everything. How did you find that? Right. So I started at Eames uh, a year nine months ago. Um, it was well, I was I had just returned to the UK and um, had a brief experience in Brazil. Recruitment, how recruitment is done in Brazil is completely different to, to what we do um, here okay. in the UK, which was a bit a bit of a change. Um, but at the same time, I, I think my main motivation, I, w- I really wanted to learn. I've always been a person that I'm always keen to learn new things and, uh, and learn and develop. So I was really open-minded to what I wanted to do. My main thing was... I wanted a lot of support um, so I could develop because I'm sure when when the guidelines are there, I can pick up things quickly. So I was looking for a place that would was going to have a really good structure to develop me. And uh, so it's been a year, nine months, and now I I progressed from associate consultant to, to senior consultant, and it's been uh, it's been a very positive journey. 
Fantastic. You mentioned there a couple of things. One in particular was around you wanting to learn um, and you being really keen to kind of learn and develop. Do you think that's really helped you sort of springboard your career so successfully in recruitment? A hundred percent. I think in, in the beginning for me, it was always the first, especially the first three months, it was I had my mindset in learning. I didn't set myself any stupid goals and uh, I didn't want to you know my my main goal was let me learn as much as I can in this period as soon as I understand how the market works as soon as I understand how the processes work I'm sure I'll be able to do them um, so so that was my main goal so I think the, that, that initial mindset was really helpful to you know for me to be in the position that I am now. So we talked about the, the good times and there's been lots of them for you. Talk me through the toughest period you've had so far in the last couple of years. What's that look like? Oh, tough period. I think for me, um, I I ask a lot about myself sometimes and um, if I'm not hitting any goals or any targets that I have, that, that, that really puts me a little bit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there were periods when things are not going so smoothly and, and maybe you're not hitting all the targets that you should every week. Um, but I, I learned the bad way that if you push through, um, that, you know, things will, that, that there are some lights in the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, every, in, I think in every job, not just what we do, there are their ups and downs and and in recruitment those are really big up and ups and downs but mm. at the same time if you really push through if you believe that you're doing the right things if you if you're following process and you, you know what you you should be doing if you really have the the clear consciousness that you know that's all I'm supposed to do things are gonna you know are gonna come out of this um if not now in a little bit don't stress it's 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 gonna happen so yeah. I think for yeah. me following the guidelines, following following everything that I've been taught to do, um, you collect the results eventually. So Yeah, fantastic. I think it's keeping the faith, isn't it? It's believing, like exactly like you've just said, there is a process to recruitment, there is a recipe for success. You've got the tools, you've just got to keep that consistency and that resilience to kind of keep going and you'll you'll come out of the end of it good. And I suppose, you know, you work very closely with your manager James, with your team, you know, you're a really good unit, you guys, aren't you? I don't sit far from you when we're in the office. And you're always talking about this candidate and this client and you're all very connected with what each other are doing. Do you think that sort of support has also played a part, you know, when you have had tougher times in keeping your mood buoyant? You know, you said it kind of impacts you if you don't hit the targets and stuff. Has the team been a big factor in kind of keeping your motivation up high and and, and kind of keeping that faith? A hundred percent. I mean, James, my manager, has. 15 years of experience so you know with that um comes a lot of ups and downs and periods where he he has you know pushed me through and said I've come across this I've come across that don't worry it's it's gonna get better um so with with Curtis and um the same although some things are new which we're learning together at the same time there are lots of things that they have gone through in the past and I'm, I'm sure that without their support I would be completely lost because they are they are just great I, I love working with these two guys and honestly now Sam and, and Hannah 
Yeah, fantastic. So one of the things that I'm keen to understand, because you work in our actuarial division, don't you? So that is maybe a division that people haven't heard of before if they're not familiar with the insurance industry. I mean, I'd never heard of it at all until I joined Eames. Um, so had, were you familiar with actuarial and what that what, what that space meant and what that market was before you joined Eames and before you joined us as a recruiter? I heard the word actuarial the first time in my interview. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I was interviewing, because um, obviously when at Eames, as you know, we, with the associate consultants, you, you don't really choose what, what, what you, you, you can have the choice, but it's, it's really a development where they kind of see where your set of skills um, yeah. are more, you know, will fit each team. Yeah. So, when I was interviewing, I was interviewing for the AC position, and um, and you, Danny, obviously thought I could be a great fit for actuario. And um, I then interviewed with um, with James, and and for me, I, I had heard that word for the first time. Maybe because, obviously there's a language barrier there because um, uh, you know I'm from Brazil, and and the, the word is atuarius in Portuguese. Okay. Um, but when I heard the word, I was like, what is that? Um, <laughs> Obviously, insurance related for sure. We're specialists within within insurance, so let's. Uh, that that was the first thing came in mind, and and when they started explaining to me, it just sounded very complicated. So, it was not only after. Uh, to be honest, up to this day, I I don't fully completely understand, but I do have a superficial knowledge. And again, I think for for what we do. Um, you don't need to know everything. Um, You're not an actuary at the end of the day. You are a recruiter within the actuarial space. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. After In the beginning, I had a few lessons with James. We would sit down and I would have like a million books of questions. James, what is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> and he, he would just look at me and say, you don't need to be an expert yet. Don't worry. Um, think you're going to start learning. And, and one of the things I, I always remember James said that was really key was you're not going to learn from me. You're going to learn from your candidates. That They are the ones that are going to share all the information you, with you. Um, you're going to start picking up things through, through your conversations with them, your coffees with them, and, and, you, and things are going to link. So don't worry. Don't stress right now. Um, I'm sure, you know, soon things are going to pick up and and you did and and I really took that opportunity to kind of bond with my candidates as well because Mm -hmm. I want to learn as I said I'm always keen to learn and um I I was who who are the people that are going to give me all this information who who best my my candidates so absolutely um, and what do you because there are other markets that people you know recruit more frequently in in the recruitment sector you know there's a lot of people that recruit in technology these days I speak to a lot of candidates and they say I want to work in tech or change or digital something that's a bit more common a bit more mainstream if you like what was it that made you decide to take what could have been a bit of a risk to move into recruitment new country new role new business in a market where the, the title you heard for the first time in your interview so it's quite a risky move what made you decide that that was the right step for you and, and actually moving into that pretty niche specialist quite technical and complex market that you weren't familiar with what made you decide that that was the right move for you um when I decided that I wanted to join um um I, I didn't I, I didn't think you know I didn't really 
link it back to actuaria what i what i loved and and that i i was a hundred percent sure what i want i wanted to join this team so uh, okay. i wanted to join okay. st james and eames in general because for me in particular there was a very special thing which was i don't know if you remember my visa was due to come through yes um, month a month and a half after the interview and you guys offered me the role without knowing if I was even going to have that visa the visa wasn't ready yet so for me I when you know when I when I received the offer I thought well these guys really want you know they really see potential in me because if they really offer me this role they don't even know if I if I can work just yet and and you even gave me a timeline which was don't worry whenever this comes through you start Take your time. I was due to get married as well during that time. So for me, that was it was so welcoming to receive that um, in, in the beginning. And I, I even stopped, um, withdrew from any other process that I had because I just said, you know, these guys are, you know, they, they, they're seen beyond, um, I think, here. So that, that was the first um, thing that obviously I wanted to take all the risks to join. Um, but secondly, when I when I actually started understanding about the market that I was I was recruiting for, I I noticed it was a very small market. So actually, it's mm. small. There are not many people doing it at the moment. Um, and um, and at the same time, it's a candidate-driven market, uh, which um, it it can be really really good. Um, so there are more candidate there are more there are more roles than candidates available in the market to fill the roles. Um, and it can be really positive because you really need to establish relationships with your candidates. And mm. uh, there are people I call every every six months and they're not ready to move, but at least they know me. And then eventually when they are, I'm sure that, I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll, we'll reach out. So um, in comparison to, to other markets, which I'm, and, and also which I'm sure I suffered a lot during the COVID period, now I really do appreciate my market because... Um, it's it's very it's very small and um, and it allows me to develop really good relationships. Excellent. And over the last kind of twelve months, you've done a, more on the, the the business development side of thing as well, side of things as well. So, like you mentioned, you know, especially on the actuarial division, we've got great clients, lots of jobs. So initially, it was very much candidate focused, and you building your market knowledge, your credibility, your relationships. How have you found your kind of first experience into business development? You know, owning client relationships and doing the BD side of things. I used to cry myself to sleep sometimes. <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> Call me. Um, Don't cry myself to sleep. Very, me. It was very difficult. Um, it, well, there were phases. So the, when I start, when um, obviously my transition from associate consultant to consultant, one of the targets was to start developing the relationship, yeah. right? So it was really exciting. Like now I'm going to start talking to clients and, uh, you know, doing something new because uh, you start mastering the candidate side and now, okay, let me talk to the client. Uh, and then it's just uh, closing doors on your face all the time. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, is it going to get better? <laughs> so it's, um, it's, a, it's a little bit of a shock in the beginning because um, the, I think the, the mastering of BD, it comes with a lot of experience, people knowing you in the market, especially in what we do. Um, so for me, it was quite difficult because I was a person that was kind of always used to, to you know, people wanting to talk to me and, 
And then suddenly no one wants to talk to me and I, I haven't done anything. <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on? And then I, and then, you know, talking to James and, 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 and curses and they, they kind of, um, putting my, my, my fit, my feet on the, that's, that's Brazilian saying, I don't know how to translate it to English, but just kind of calming me down and just yeah. saying, you know, it comes with time, bring on the consistency, call this, this clients. They are going to say no for the first year, two years, even maybe they might say no to you, but you know, whenever they need you, whenever they, that you have something good to offer to them, don't worry, they're going to come to you. And that's, and that's when you start sort of, um, asking less about yourself, um, and, and, and following the process again. Um, because, and yeah, and, and, and I mean, I'm not asking yet. I'm in the process of it, but I am much more confident that, um, I do have good things to offer to those clients. So don't worry if you don't want to give me the opportunity to show it now, <laughs> I'll call you back in three months. Or less. Good for you. So, Good for you. so you know, it is that persistence, isn't it? So initially it can feel, because I used to do a lot of BD, it can feel quite personal, that rejection um, and sort of getting those objections and trying to overcome them can feel like a real slog. I suppose it's when you start to have your first wins, as you've already experienced now, where you've had a client say no, no, no. And then they ring you and say, actually, Raf, I'm looking for somebody with this profile. It's like, it's like keep it play it cool play it cool <laughs> um but I'm glad that you know you're you've you've kind of been through that process now haven't you where it is challenging and you but you've actually started to see the results so you can see that it's really worthwhile kind of pursuing those clients and I think what, what I love about that is you've got a really good understanding of what value you can add to those clients um and I think that's a really important part of BD isn't it excellent stuff so kind of final couple of questions for me um you're a very driven lady um and success you know you've always got your kind of eye on the prize and you're you're fiercely competitive but in a lovely way where do you think that drive comes from what 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 is it that drives you for that success I think I've always um I always wanted to do well in whatever whatever I did I think being mediocre for me was never on the cards. Uh, I never wanted to be in the middle. It was either too good or too bad. And, um, it was. It was. We have um in Brazil we have um the saying which is you're either eight or eighty. Um, so it, 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 that was always in all aspects of my life. I've been like that. Um, but 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 the success. I mean. It, it, I'm competitive, so everyone in what we do, we, I'm sure we're all competitive. Um, that that drives me a lot. Um, I think, you know, being um, a young sort of married woman um, with lots of plans and um, really becoming independent really young, I guess, from um, from my family um, is a drive as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, picturing um you know creating a family building a family is something that drives me a lot um um and uh and yeah and being able to to do that with um with a good career being recognized in the market um yeah. by being an excellent actual recruiter um those are those are the things that that move me every day 
Good. Fantastic. Really great insight. And then finally, 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 um, for the people watching this, you know, from your experience now, especially for the more junior recruiters that might be at that AC or consultant level that are finding it challenging, the market's quite tough and they might be questioning whether or not, you know, it's the right career for them. How? What would you sum up as your kind of two top tips or secrets of success that you could share with people? organization be organized my my manager james is going to argue against me and say that i'm not but i know <laughs> i am i know that <laughs> you've come a long way you've come I've a long way right. we, we can argue about that um but i think if you're if you're not organized with your processes you can easily lost track of where you're at and what you're yeah. doing what you have done so be organized with your schedule with uh, with your agenda um Everything is very important. Um, but also, I think um, resilience is the one of the top, my key top advice. Um, I'm not a very, I, I, well, I wasn't actually. I wasn't a very patient person, and I've learned in this in in this job to be more patient and resilient. Um, so, so quite good things that I've acquired for 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 myself um, as part of this push through, um, things are going to come out of it. Um, and, uh, and finally I'd say just, you know, have fun sometimes as well. You know, yeah. a lot of people, we, we are in a, in a, in an industry that, you know, if you're too serious, um, it, it just doesn't work. You need to have a little bit of a laugh because things go wrong all the time. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I used to get so upset. In, I, I still get sometimes, but so upset when my, when a deal didn't doesn't go through and and James my manager used to laugh in my face and be like oh my god that's so funny to watch like things are gonna go so wrong like in again in two weeks so I, I, loving to see your face again in two weeks so upset. so it's just like have a little bit of a humor um about it and um don't you know and and push through I think that those love those it brilliant words and great advice to end on thank you so much for spending the time doing this um and we'll leave it for today absolutely brilliant thank you so much raf see you later bye see you bye